welcome to Finding Our Tribe Presents Jedi in the Classroom. It is our side pod. Uh, we have Jamie Helsey and Fabian Hoffman, 1F, 2Ns, and I am Scott Kazarian. Uh, why don't we just <laughs> thank start you. off? That's very important. Thank you. Why don't we That's just start off by telling people... the, or you guys could see it because we're on YouTube now, uh, like how much better is my background than Fabian's? Probably a lot, right? It's, it's, it's you're, you're high up there. I, I was I mean, so low I, before I, I, that. I, I want you guys from. to know that this is an ad at howling at the Death Star. I mean, how how good is that, really? I think you just have an ad ad on. And, <laughs> I think know. Jamie's wins though because she's so much more like cultured and like well rounded. It looks like it's it looks just, more rounded. Oh man, she's yeah. got so much good stuff. You got some new additions, Jamie? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are old additions, but I just moved them in view. Okay. What we so got? Okay. The way. Oh yeah. Nice. I didn't see that one. Star Wars, a little reference book. I moved Baby Yoda down. Ooh. Is that like a really um, nice book? This is a very nice book. Yeah. It's a special edition ultimate visual Ooh. guide. Cool books. I use them for reference. Yeah, I have a really nice book of the poster art of Disney parks. I really like that one, and yeah. nobody can like touch it. But that Star Wars one looks way better. I was allowed to touch it. I borrowed it for like a day. Oh, you did? It was it's very beautiful. scary for me. I was like, <sighs> yeah. I felt very honored because I know this this book means a lot to me. All right, well, let's talk about... I had my little one sit on it and eat on it, but nothing happened. Yeah, just spaghetti, right? Not greasy stuff? Yeah. No, no, just spaghetti. Garlic toast. Okay, let's talk about our survey or our question we sent out to the Twitterverse and universe, YouTubeverse, on... What was the question? The question was who... Yeah, I know. You don't have to say that. It's funny every time. You just... Is it? No. Is it though? Probably not. Um, no. Um, the question was, who grew the most in the original trilogy? Was it uh, Luke Skywalker or Han Solo? And we had one person, and we have to shout out Southwest, Southwest Ohio, Ohio again. Charlie, um, Charlie Myers, who uh, we need to get him on the show finally. It's just so hard, like, organizing all of that with, like, he's got, like, three kids, right? Before I don't, he's got 18 kids, just like you just had a um, child not long ago, right? Yeah, exactly. And so it's he's just like, I don't know if I can do it. And then he sent me a message, Can we do it now? And I'm like, Uh, nope. no, <laughs> we already recorded kind of thing. So it was like, we're, we're, we're getting you on the show, Charlie. Don't you worry. We love you. We think so. You're what did awesome. he say? You're... Well, we like you a lot. He said, we're not sure we're at love yet, but we like you a lot. Well, okay, we think you have a good personality. Um, we, yeah. So he said Luke grows more than Han because he discovers who he is in more than one way. Mm, that's a pretty good response. Yeah. Awesome. It is. It's not super Did, I don't agree with did you guys already weigh in? I was going to say, did you guys already weigh in? Let's pretend I don't have an opinion. <laughs> did, uh, no, we have not said anything okay. yet. Because, so, Jamie, um, why don't you give us some controversy? Go ahead. Yes, I disagree. I think it's Han Solo. Because Why? he is, well, he's very selfish at the beginning, right? It's all about him. It's all about, uh, you know, making the galactic credits. It's all about running away from Jabba the Hutt, right? Mm -hmm. But he keeps getting pulled into the resistance. And sure enough, he's there. He falls in love with Leia. You know, mm -hmm. she says she loves him. He says, I know. He goes into carbon freeze. It was great. Yeah. He's, he's essentially sacrificing himself for the team, right? Even though he gets captured and stuff. But they could have put up more of a fight. But he's like, no, we, I'm, I'm putting myself in there so that you guys, because that's the promise, right? Yeah. I'm getting captured and we're, uh, Lando is getting 
uh, off and is free, right? Which and he obviously he predicted happen. them way back. Like he was gonna yeah. leave, but he yeah. came back and he helped out. Yeah, but That's I true. think you know Luke kissed his sister, and I think if that messes anybody else and causes change. That's all I got. Well, That's my only contribution to this conversation. <laughs> but he didn't. He didn't know at that point. That uh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, that was awkward. If there were ever yeah, more change awkward. to happen, uh, that's gonna mess a guy up. But yeah, I think I, I would agree with you, Jamie. I think that Han, like overall, like as a character, I think he develops the most. Um, even though Luke, he, you can see him grow up throughout the the whole series or throughout those three movies right you can see how he goes from this bright-eyed farm boy to this really like respectable jedi towards the end um and you you can but it's i don't think the character development is as strong as in han because it's literally the exact opposite of what han used to do and if you watch solo etc you know that that is like he was always looking out for himself more than anybody else there was always like okay he's doing the right thing but it's going to benefit him mm-hmm. eventually and this one here i think he's he's becoming more selfless maybe his altruism was always right underneath the surface and we just didn't know it yeah i think so i yeah. think he's just he's soft and squishy on the inside but kind of yeah. a hard soul he's on a, the side. he's a scruffy looking squishy on the inside that's what i said. i was just about to say that same thing <laughs> <laughs> you're soft and squishy on the outside scott <gasps> oh, what? Thank, thank you okay we'll go with that Yes. All right. Well, let's jump into our topic for this episode. We are talking about, uh, well, we talked about theme. We talked about origin story. We're going to talk about like uh, multi-sensory application of your theme in your classroom. Like what does that look like? Uh, How do you integrate your theme in a multi-sensory way since that's our hot hot topic word for today? So who wants to go first? Multi-sensory sounds great. Why don't you go, Jamie? What do you do? Well, I think for me, music is the biggest thing. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the soundtrack is amazing. It's very recognizable. Um, yeah. Whenever the students, and we'll get into this, I think, at a later pod, but whenever the students um, do an assessment and we have a boss battle, I turn on the Imperial March. And as mm-hmm. soon as I turn that on, it's all, it's a cue for them to prepare for an assessment. So they, yeah. they start humming it, and it's just, it's hilarious. When does the yeah. Cantina song come on? Just curious. I have had the Cantina song on when they are just working. Kind of fun. on a project or something, I'll put on the soundtrack, and ultimately the Cantina song comes in, and yeah, yeah they're walking yeah. around. Do you? Do you? Uh, so you introduce your boss battles with uh, the Imperial March. Do you have like other epic music playing as they are doing the boss battle, or does it like end with the Imperial I, March? I end it? with that, and then you know they because they're very focused. I probably could continue on. I just yeah. I have like the the Imperial March ready to go, and so it's mm-hmm. just really easy to start that up, and they do it, and then I would have to switch to another channel yeah. or something to make that well, let's let's stay on music then yeah. fabian what do you do for music so for me um let's just assume we all I, do music yeah we all yeah. do music well music is i think really important just in general because it does set the scene quite a bit i mean if you ever watch there's this really funny um video uh, of like the the end uh, of episode four where um they all get the the medals except for chewy and boo but um and they so there's somebody who who took the score out and just 
like everything was quiet and he just redid the sound effects and it's just super super awkward because there's no music and nobody's saying anything uh, but it works with the music the music is like super pump and it's like amazing and you're like oh my god this feels so good but it's it's hilarious we'll put it in the show notes um but I, I think that using music with like boss battles or just when there is work going on, I think music helps a lot because it just sets them in the right mind, especially when, when they're doing a boss battle or it's like something dramatic is happening. Like having these these musical cues just elevates this this thing. Let's lit- I mean, let's be honest. It's just a quiz, right? But it elevates <laughs> Shh, the, no, the it's quiz. Not. It's, it's not. Oh, sorry. Um, but it elevates the quiz to a, to a new level because the the music, the John Williams score, just um, is so magical. It it just it just creates an atmosphere. Yeah. So what do you do actually like specifically? Drama. So for me, what what Which I was do? The original I have, question, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me get there. Yeah. Let me get there. Um, <laughs> the so I found a uh, on Spotify. There's a playlist Star Wars battle music that I use for boss battles um, that I just play. Um, I also I used to play like random battle music. So every once in a while I would like bust out. I don't know, like Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. or something that's just like. Gets them all riled up. Exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. riled up right Hans, now. Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer works, works really well for that to kind of like get them in the action. Um, another thing that I do is like I found um, lo-fi Star Wars music. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with lo-fi hip-hop. Um, it's literally, it's just this chill-out yes, music. It's a, it's a very, it's like electronic music, but it's very like loungy. Um, but it's um, Star Wars, oh. so you have like some somebody uh, like Dan Kim. He's uh, Sa- oh, Sam. Yeah, Sam. Dan. Oh Sam, no, Sam. Yeah, Sam, Sam Kim. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sa- Sam Kim. Yeah. Sam Kim. Uh-huh. Sorry, Sam Kim. Um, he Sam, I call him he Samuel, has made. Yeah. yeah, sometimes he goes by yeah. Samuel. And anyway, um, so he <laughs> he created. A, a ton of songs that are like that they're just low key but you recognize the themes and it's just really good working music okay, are you so going to share that, that in the show notes with us because I've never heard yes, you say of that course. before yeah. uh, one of the things I've, yeah, I really so, liked from what you did and maybe you could talk about this was ambient mixer you had like mm-hmm. jet engine like it felt like you were yeah. in I don't remember what was it where were you supposed to be uh, so I did. I used different ones. So it's this website called Ambient Sound Mixer, and they have all kinds. They have one for Harry Potter. They have Lord of the Rings. They have like in like all kinds of stuff. But they also have Star Wars, and fans create these soundscapes. Um, like mine was on the Death Star, mm-hmm. and then in a Jedi Temple, and all it is really it's just like ambient sounds yeah. it's not there's no music or anything every once in a while when you're on a death star you hear like uh enemy approaching <laughs> and then launch all fighters yeah. and then they launch the like, fighters the white and, zone is for loading and unloading only right <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's just something to to play and have on while they're working and it's it's a lot of fun it's like it's just because it's not i mean i work really well when it's quiet but I also work really well when I have like some kind of ambient noise going on. Jamie, do you have and, any sort of ambient um, mixer stuff going on in your cl- in your class? Uh, actually, EMC Two Learning came out with a soundboard uh, Ooh, that's a that's true, yeah. and it sounds like they're going to be doing more than just space. But it's pretty cool. It just kind of has like a ship um, space sound, ambient music. They have alarms, also blasts, things like that. So you can take it up a notch with those sounds as well. But I was yeah. not aware of the ambient sound mixer with Star Wars sounds. So 
Yeah, know. I've got really like great. three nuggets right now just from our discussion. Yeah, so. our, uh, our awesome. show notes are going to be crazy. So I use Ambient Mixer. So when they when the students walked in, I had the golden brick lit up with lights and then I used, this is so and cool. then I used uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> so I just blasted it, and I've got Fabian's surround sound he gave me that ended up in my classroom because that's just where it yeah. ended up. So I blasted it. That's great. <laughs> it's not meant for a living room or anything. No, it's meant for your so classroom. So it's blasting at full volume, <laughs> and even one of my special education students that's was awesome. like, typed in the chat, could you please turn that off? And I was like, no, but I'll turn it down <laughs> a like, little bit. No, I'll yeah. turn it up. That's super That's fun. What you but wanted, you know, right? even over Christmas, the, my favorite thing is to decorate outside. I had a competition last year with my teacher friend for outdoor uh, decorating. And I put uh, the ambient mixer Christmas. So every like 15 seconds, you'd hear ho, ho, ho in the background of Santa going by. And, <laughs> and you play that. So the ambient mixer really kind of immerses you. And so that's, and yeah, then, it does. you know, I haven't really thought about, because I use History Hunters. I guess maybe Indiana Jones background music might be oh, yes. really yeah. smart for oh, yes. that. Mm-hmm. There could be, I'm sure there is something like temples yeah, or right? stuff like that. Right now I'm just using like you hear uh, like crackling. classical uh, Disney on uh, YouTube mm-hmm. music. I have a, pl- a playlist of classical Disney and they just it's just all very like, there are no words, just the subtle soundtrack in the background. Oh, yes. You, and you had this idea where you uh, have the students guess the Disney song, right? Yeah, they're kind of multitasking that... through their assignment and guessing which song it is while they're doing yeah. their assignment because it's all online, and I just wanted to keep yeah. them engaged. Yeah, that was really fun. I, I tried that too, yeah. but I think that um, they caught on that they could just use Siri and, <laughs> and ask Siri, like, what song is this? Oh, and then... Man. But, you Stupid know, it's all for the fun. All right. Awesome. Well, okay. So that was music. So what other multi-sensory things are we using in our classrooms? Any other thoughts? I'm sure we got a couple. So I use, I use scents in my classroom. So mm-hmm. um, there's this company called Magic Candle uh, Company, and they have candles that smell like theme park rides. Um, and also like if, because if, I don't know if, uh, if everybody knows this, but when you go to Disneyland and you walk down downtown Disney uh, not downtown Disney, but, um, Main Street, Main Street yeah. USA, um, the smells that you smell are not real smells. They're created to get people interested in like the ice cream shop or the churros or the popcorn or whatever. So when you go towards these places, it smells like popcorn and you're like, mm, this smells really good. And then people buy it, but they also use it on their rides. Yeah, we're behind the so, curtain today. Um, Holy cow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So um, there's this company, and they, they recreated those smells so that when you go on, like, Pirates of the Caribbean and you smell like that, that it's not chlorine. It's like, I don't know exactly what they use in their water. It's really yeah, lovely it's this, smell for a reason. Very, exactly. It's this very, yeah, very Wait, that chlorine smell, smell is not there. real? Well, it's not chlorine. It's something it else, but they recreated like that it, smell. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they, they recreated that smell, oh. so you can have that. But if you go on uh ride, there's like the E.T. ride in Universal Studios in Florida. They have like a certain smell they pump in, and you can buy that one. So there's like all kinds. It's like the Redwoods um, or something? What is that smell? Probably the Redwoods. Yeah. And smells like on It's a Small World. They'll do like peppermint or uh, exactly, yeah. gingerbread, yeah. like that. Yeah, so you can. So I bought a couple. Um, I bought like four different ones for each of my units. So each plant, uh, each unit for me is a planet, and so students would land on the planet, and then I would use that smell on in mm-hmm. like a, a hum- what is it like a diffuser? diffuser? Yeah. Um, 
and I would have that on like every time they walked in the classroom, they would smell that. And it's just a, a small little thing. But once the smell changes, they, they should know, oh, we're in a different planet now because I changed my smell. And you can kind of work like obviously there is no uh, Dagobah smell, but you can like use the, the redwood smell or whatever, you know, to kind of like make that happen. Or um, if they are on uh, in one unit, they were on um, what's the planet where the where they steal the Death Star plans. Uh, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, totally. it's it's this very tropical place, right? So I bought like a, a tropical kind of a smell so that it smells like, oh, we're on this planet right now. Um, and it, I think it, it adds something to it. You could do kind of a crisp winter snowy smell. Yeah, yeah. and there's there's one um, for, I can smell I, it. I'm, on Must, I'm on Mustafar now, so I'm thinking of getting another smell. There's this one called Rome Burning. Mm-hmm. There's like a, a ride, I think, in Disney World <laughs> that has, so it's, it's awesome. like a historical yeah. ride, I think. And so it kind of smells like a little burny. So I'm going to try to to get that smell as well. So it kind of. Uh, if you've like never used a diffuser in your classroom, you should totally try. Since you're Fabian, the only example I've ever had, uh, for better yeah. or for worse, I have a diffuser <laughs> now too. I actually got a Donors Choose uh, calming corner for myself. Like, uh, not for my, well, yeah. probably for myself too. For, but no, for you. A yeah. carpet, some beanbag <laughs> chairs. We're going to use it next year when COVID is hopefully in the rearview mirror. But. I yeah. tried to use it, and I realized that unless you place it by the door when students walk in, which is where you mm-hmm. placed it, it's really hard for them to pick up the smell because mm-hmm. all the windows yeah. are open and things are blowing around. So I actually had to move it to. But I don't want it to to be too distinct. I want it to be like subliminal a little yeah. bit, right? Because right. if it's because some of them uh, they go crazy. Like I had it on my computer card, and so when they put the computers over, some of them were just like standing there. Or they like, cup <laughs> over it and then they play with the the, the fumes. Yeah. yeah, and they, yeah. <laughs> they would play uh-huh. with the fumes and stuff. And I'm like, no, that's not how you're yeah. supposed to do it. So I'm gonna place it somewhere else now, so it's not as obvious, but it's just there, right? But yeah, you can you can use a diffuser in general, like to calm students down or whatever. There's some really good smells, and yeah. That's awesome. That's my that's cool. my sense. Okay, so we have sense. My two cents, get it? <laughs> no, uh, nobody gets <laughs> that you. joke. All right, sense, <laughs> uh, soundtrack. How about like aesthetics around the room? What are we, Jamie? Why don't, you know, Fabian's talked enough. Why don't we go back to Jamie? <laughs> yeah. I actually have some lights that are kind of unique. So mm-hmm. I have some LED lights, um, just like fairy lights or whatever, but I have some that are star shaped and they change mm-hmm. colors throughout the day. And I tend to have my um, lights off most of the day because I have a skylight in my classroom. So it has yeah. lots of natural light. Oh, that's awesome. And so I have um, lights around a window. I've got another set of lights around my whiteboard. Um, I have mm-hmm. like a lamp in my room. So having that kind of calming light is really cool. And then I yeah. also have a holocron that a student got me when they went to Disneyland and I can turn it on and it's a Sith one. So it like the emperor will come on and talk to the kids <laughs> and it lights up and changes That's color awesome. and it's like, come to the dark side. Um, and so, <laughs> so something sinister is going on. I'll bring that out and turn that on. And then yeah. I also have a little light up uh, Death Star and I can change mm-hmm. the color. So like if it's, uh, if we're going to go into a boss battle, I can change it to like red, like oh. all hands on deck or it can set yeah. different colors. So I don't know. I just think adding light is kind of fun. Yeah. I think that's awesome. That's more than just a uh, poster speaking... on the wall. It's it's changing the dynamics. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's awesome. <laughs> That's right. Now I feel now I feel really oh, cheap. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> speaking of speaking of the holocron, so I don't know if you heard about this, but they did come out with special uh, kyber crystals that you can buy. Um, that it, that turns the holocron into a magic eight ball. So I was thinking of getting one, um, getting a holocron maybe next year when I start my new year, and getting like the the Darth Vader one. And then if students want to go to the bathroom, I have them pick up the holocron and they can ask it. Because Jamie, you told us this that that Michael Matera was using a magic eight ball for kids when they want to go to the bathroom, and then he's like, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna decide. I'll leave it up. Have the magic eight ball. <laughs> And I thought that was hilarious. So I think that's a cool idea to use a holocron with that and have like Darth Vader tell you whether you can go or not. That would yeah. be awesome. And I believe there are Jedi holocrons too. There's Jedi yes, exactly, yeah. ones. So depending on what your mood is. Well, I'm definitely going to Google yeah. it so I know what you guys are talking about. That's what, that's my plan. Yeah. All right. So lighting sounds huge. Okay. So Fabian, I know you got some cool, uh, what we call them flags, banners. For your classroom, yep. uh, which one? I, I think you you had a picture of them even that you showed me. Maybe you could post one. Yeah, there. I do have um, the resistance flag um, that says Black Spire Outpost because um, I got it uh, from like I ordered it on eBay, but for reasons. But um, <laughs> uh, it says Black Spire that, Outpost yeah. and resistance, and then the other one is um, the First Order um, Legion as uh, 709 or whatever and i just have those in the classroom to as as like place markers in a way too um i put posters up in the classroom and those and then when we do like something like four corners or whatever i could say okay so for those of you who agree with this go to the dark side if you disagree go to the light side whatever <laughs> stuff like that to kind of like give them positions in the yeah. classroom so i don't have to say go to that corner but i can just say go to the hoth poster or go to right and, and it's just keeps it star warsy and it makes it light and it's like just a little well, bit you just made that video if people go to your twitter right at hoffman oh, yeah. edu one f two ends uh they uh yeah, they can right. see the welcome video and i liked at the end your actual classroom because it's very uh simple like there's not a lot of things going on in there and so those mm -hmm. those banners really pop is that was that on purpose or you just don't have enough uh, no, I just don't have a lot. <laughs> actually, there's some studies behind that, that actually toning things down and, and making yeah. it a little bit more sparse is actually a little bit more of a calming environment. Oh, that's... Then it was on purpose. Yeah. Well, don't look at my room. Then. I, <laughs> I am getting... I, I, I did ask to print a giant um, Millennium Falcon on the poster printer, oh. so that's going up too. Do they say yes? Yeah. Yeah, they oh, don't care. Awesome. Well, well, they yeah, those big giant stickers you could put on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's just, but you could get those. Yeah. There's like a ton of those. I was thinking it would be really cool to get like a Death Star or Millennium Falcon and put it somewhere like kind of high where you couldn't really put um, decor there and right. just, yeah. they're putting it on this. Oh, that's thing. a good idea. Yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. I got my wall graphics donated like everything else I do in my room, but. Uh, it's Super Mario because I didn't have a theme and I just wanted students to come in and feel like excited to be there. Now that I have a theme and a game, I almost think like, ooh, I don't know if Mario really is going to fit that. And it yeah. is very overwhelming now that I've added like Indiana Jones everywhere and History Hunters. Yeah. And you guys have seen on Twitter and stuff that I have these huge banners now. Uh, so yeah. it's very, um, uh, the, the aesthetics is very... Uh, overwhelming now that i have too many things mishmash going yeah mishmash mishmash yeah i brought yeah. all my funko pops you can't see them because i'm using a background today but i had a bunch of funko pops out there i'm like oh yeah it just kind of looks like everything's too much and i do not want to overwhelm them that's a good point jamie 
Awesome. Maybe okay, bring so, it out yeah. as you have new units. Like oh, you yeah. sprinkle them through might be a good way to do it. Yeah. Oh, that's do a good you idea guys do that. that at all? No. No, but, uh, <laughs> but, but I should. So <laughs> Yeah, you should. <laughs> so you can still use it. You can take stuff down. And Here's you can a great idea it. I never use. You should use it. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. All right. Any other multi-sensory as we kind of get to the end of this this episode? Uh, no, that's like for senses. That's it. I don't. I need to somehow incorporate taste. So maybe once, I don't know how um, you would do that. They could lick lick know. their desk. <laughs> oh gosh, no. Uh, well, scratch and well, scratch no. and sniff. Uh, scratch. Yeah. Oh, scratch and sniff would be cool. Oh, that'd be interesting. Oh, my gosh. That's like a COVID yeah. nightmare right there. Let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag COVID oh. nightmare. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, that's uh, episode three of uh, Finding Our Tribe Presents uh, Jedi in the Classroom. We'll see you next time. Yeah. May the force be with you. you. May the may force, the force be with you.